Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us continue learning Mishnah's Orla, Perek Beis Mishnah Tes, and Mishnah Yud. What happens in our previous case? We discussed you have both permitted and forbidden sourdoughs that fall in before the bread leavens. Then we said it's also because although there's enough permitted sourdough or yeast in the item, we still assume that the forbidden stuff is going to help leaven it faster, expedite the process. What if it happens only afterwards? That is, you have chulin sourdough that's in regular chulin dough, and it leavens, the dough rises beautifully, and only afterwards, the forbidden sourdough of klayim, clay karim, or uh, or our law fall into it, or truma, excuse me, fall into it. The Yeshbuk de Lachmitz, obviously, and there's enough of it to leaven the dough. Was the din? Says our Mishnah Usser, it is still for, forbidden. Rav Shimon Matip, Rav Shimon permits it. What's going on here? Why would it be forbidden and why would it be permitted? So Rav Shimon permit, permits it because he says as follows that although we have a concept of when something gives flavor and taste, now the item can't be nullified, not so long as the flavor and taste is wanted. But if it's no Saint Tom Lifagam, that if it worsens the flavor, if the sub the forbidden substance actually destroys it, you once you leaven something too much, now it becomes gross. Ilwi, sour. So in that in that case, in the event that it, it's no Sintam Lifagam, so then it's all permitted, because we say at that point it's 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 done. What about the first opinion, the Tanakama? Why would they say it's usur? If you over, if you leaven it too much, it becomes sour. And the Tanakama answers that's precisely the point. Become sour, yes. So what does it become? Sour dough, meaning to say that now you could take this huge amount of dough and you have a huge vat here of sourdough, a starter for more bread, and that enough is is uh, is a good enough. Uh, enough benefit to say that it's it's permitted prohibited because it's useful. So although you may not eat it, but it's useful and therefore it doesn't become no Saint Tom Lifigam. Says Mishnah Yud, what happens when you have various spices that all com- that that are are all put in the same dish? How and when do we say they combine? Tavlin Shnayim Ushlosha Shemus Mimin Echad. Let's say you have spices that are two have three different names, two or three different names, meaning to say, but they're from one mint. Let's say you have peppercorns. Peppercorns are those little Black pepper things that you grind up and make black pepper, found on every table for some reason. So you have peppercorns, but they have three names. What does it mean? They have what does it mean? They have three names, meaning they have three different prohibitions. One's an Arla, one's Truma, one is uh, Unit uh, Meiser or Ashera, whatever it may be. You have three different types. Oh, Mishlosh, or you have spices that are from three different types of ingredients, meaning you have oregano, you have pepper, and you have garlic, but they all are. Truma, or they all are Arla. Again, so you have, well, you, we'll stay with threes here, not twos. Either you have three different types of spices, but of one prohibition, or three different prohibitions on one spice. Also, with Starfin, all these cases combine, and they prohibit. Whereas if Shimon says, no, Shnai, Mishel, Shemus, Mimin, Echad, oh, Shnai, Shnai, Mimin, Mishem, Echad, Ain, with Starfin. That until you have three from three, then, excuse me, three of the exact same, as in the same prohibition and the same item, all pepper or our garlic, whatever it may be, so then they do not combine. I wish you all a wonderful day.